Welcome. You're listening to the Rainy Day Podcast. Hi, I'm Maddie. I'm Sam. And this is our Rainy Day Podcast. And we're going to talk about the phenomenon that is cursed images. How would you describe cursed images? Well, I didn't actually have any idea what cursed images were until you asked me to do this podcast. So I decided, well, Google image search is a good idea. Um... And with this particular phenomena, that's not a great idea, because basically cursed images are basically any image that makes you horribly uncomfortable, and you want to stop looking at it. Yes. But it's extremely variable what exactly a cursed image entails, which I think we'll get into. And you will notice that if you search for cursed images, and I will post a link in the description of a handful of my favorites... Uh, you will notice that some of them just aren't what you would consider cursed. They're just not that bad. Um, and people describe them as cursed because of because this is a thing. They generalize and say, well, I don't like this, or this is just a little bit wrong, so I'm going to call it cursed. But I think that's part of it, is... Um the extreme individuality of what makes a cursed image because if they are by definition you know or they are defined by the feelings that they engender then it's always going to be a very singular experience what's cursed to some person may not be cursed to another person that's true it is a subjective experience so we're going to talk about a couple of our favorites my favorites i chose these and the first one is classically creepy. We're looking at a very dark, pixelated image where there you can vaguely see a person in the background. Yeah, this one is, um, it looks like arms being splayed over a street of some kind. A person running and, on all fours, right. maybe, in the dark. Oh, I see. I see what you're it's, seeing there. But I think that, that, that actually gets at the heart of it is... Um, you can't tell you what can't it tell is. What it's it ambiguous. Is. It's really difficult, and the more you look at it, the more options come to mind. And I think it has a Lovecraftian horror to it in yes. that way. That it, the, the scary part is not a person running in all fours. That's ridiculous. The scary part is I'm not sure if it's a person running in all fours. And if they are, then why are they out here in the dark? No matter what you're looking at, it's disconcerting because right. this isn't something that someone should have been able to take a picture of. That's true. And it looks like a real photo. It does. Looks like a bad quality photo, but still. Our second one here. Ah, this is my. This is my favorite. Um, this this is where the um, the subjectivity of cursed images comes in because the first time I saw this, I started laughing. It's just so wrong. This is a. It's a picture of a golden retriever. Uh, sitting on a table and it almost looks like it's got its elbow like it's it's sitting like a person mm. uh one paw is on the handle of a meat grinder and this one has definitely been edited because it has a human smile on this golden retriever it's it's friendly but it's absolutely terrifying yeah i think an important thing to note is although the photo is clearly edited it's all edited with uh with photorealistic material. Yep. So like you're putting you're putting a photorealistic uh, human mouth on a dog and clearly there's some editing going on there but it's never feels cartoony or CGI mm -hmm. and I think I think that's that's something that 
that's that's something that they all have in common except for a lot of cursed images that you'll find on tumblr and i wouldn't consider a lot of those cursed if you search cursed images tumblr you'll find a lot of these examples um but a lot of them are edits of things that people think are disconcerting and they don't feel quite as viscerally unnerving as a lot of these do the third one here is and another commonality between the four of these is that they're all very low quality pixelated images but they yeah. look they look like polaroids almost yeah i think because it, it does because this is a phenomenon that arose from social media i think you told me yep or, as uh, far as i'm aware right so and and there is a there's a, a quality to social media that it i mean it depends on how you use it of course but uh most of it is is performative images and performative uh you know personality that you put out into the world and that is very curated and studied and filtered and so is the images that come out of it like these people will take 50 images of themselves and then choose the two that they like the best and then they put that up on instagram and that's that's supposed to be the perception of them but with these cursed images it's completely the opposite. It's it's a complete lack of filtering. It's oh. a it's a very stark fluorescent capture of some moment. When you say Instagram too, this one in particular is it has a square ratio and it looks like that Polaroid filtering. It looks like it's been made for Instagram. Mm. But what we're looking at here is a child maybe in a hospital bed, maybe in his room because there mm. the walls are decorated with uh, posters and drawings and things, but the bed looks kind of strange. And he's surrounded by four men, presumably, in Teletubby costumes, which are horrifically oversized and have giant black staring eyes. It's... I think yeah. even the normal Teletubbies had that, but the difference here is the completely flat expression. Yeah. And, and not, not only on the Teletubbies, but on the, the, child, the child as well. As well. Like, no, nobody in the image is uncomfortable what the, the audience is. They certainly should be. You're right. I, I would be very uncomfortable in this situation. Or, it, just, but, it just has an aura of... It's wrong. Something's wrong here, but I can't tell what exactly. I, I think... And, and another thing that I had noticed when I was going through a bunch of these cursed image results is a lot of them are do deal with, you know, some sort of distortion on childhood or... Uh, yes. nostalgic thing, you know, things that are supposed to be purely innocent and, uh... Sacred, things, yeah, things, things are almost sacred, right. innocence is sacred. For example, you're not... When you when you turn on Dora the Explorer, there should not be a cursed image in that... that entire run of show, like, as... These, they're, they're, they're putting this, this fear and horror element somewhere where it's not supposed to go, and that, that adds to it quite a bit. And also, uh, that's with, with animals as well, if I find that there's a lot of animals in these cursed images, and it, it, it's unnatural, I think, is the reaction that it's caused. And inappropriate for things inappropriate. that should be as pure as childhood. Right, true. And... These aren't used for any purpose other than to share with people and spread discomfort. Yeah. Like, I was, no one makes money off of these. Right. And I think, the, like I said, I think it's an inherently individual thing when what, what you'll react to atavistically and viscerally. But 
the ones that um like really put me off like the ones that i would go about are ones that contain some kind of body horror i think like there there is one where you, there is a picture of a of a big toe like just a picture of a foot but it featured the oh. big toe prominently and the skin was sort of peeling off they had like, they had used a razor blade or something to it looked this looked legit right uh to peel the calluses and that right. layer of skin off the bottom of their foot so there was this zipper looking stuff yeah. hanging off of either side of this toe and the skin on the inside was Oh, that yeah. one was that one was terrible because it. Oh. Right, but but that's that's what you're. And I couldn't that find reaction that here is what you're to, looking um, for. And that's exactly what it is. Yeah. What was there was another one. Uh, some people have a fear of holes. Right, uh, trypophobia, it's called. And I, I was I was looking up this as well, but yeah, it's supposed to be like a fear of of holes or like a visceral reaction to holes placed together in some kind of pattern. Um, so you'd see images of, like, red solo cups, like, lined up next to each other, and I would be like, okay, it's just cups. And, and then there was an, an image of, of, like, the, once again, the bottom side of somebody's foot. body That was, it kind of, yeah, kind of looked like coral or something that it was turning into. Uh, but I think, I, I think I cracked it, which is that I have a, or rather people should, have an evolutionary reaction to something that's perceived to be diseased or abnormal in the skin and it'll it'll you know it's an evolutionary reaction to stay away from something that could potentially be contagious and dangerous and we'll talk about this in the next uh in the next recording but i think the reason these work the way they do and the reason they're so impactful people notice them and say oh that's cursed Mm. is because it's a psychological reaction this is a psychological phenomenon on social media that people are playing off of and especially the one with the holes yeah. it's meant to it's it's a sickening fascination that you say oh that's wrong i right. need to figure out what is yeah, wrong with that, it yeah that's so you the want further, to stare at it longer right that's the further thing is the ones that disgusted me were the ones that i would look at for longer yeah. and peer at and try to figure out what they were because like the what if there were some that would just bore me or i wouldn't have a reaction to i would just flip right past those and wouldn't give them much thought but the ones that actively disgusted me, the ones that I should have been trying to get away from more quickly, were the ones that I spent the most time looking at. I Precisely. think I think that's probably what the idea of the cursed image is. Is you there is a sick, strange fascination that people will have um, with these things. Um, I think it's t- it does tap into that, um, and that's why they're so interesting. Right. So, thank you for listening, and. Check back in for the second episode. Thanks for listening. This has been the Rainy Day Podcast.